Craig Ellingson, sports editor for the Edmonton Journal and the Edmonton Sun, and this is our Oilers podcast for Friday, January 20th, 2017. With me on the phone from Rogers Place is Jim Matheson. Hi, Matty. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, tonight we've got the Oilers playing the Nashville Predators. The Oilers are coming into this game on a four-game winning streak. Uh, they're on a six-game homestand. This is the final game of the homestand before they uh, go uh, take three more games on the road, and that's the All-Star break. Um, Tonight it is Nashville, and Maddie, you wrote today in today's journal, well, it was and Sun, it was out yesterday online, that uh, you thought perhaps Laurent Brossois would get the start in Nets because we have Nashville tonight and Calgary tomorrow in Calgary, but it's Cam Talbot. Uh, that is a, a coach saying, okay, we won four in a row, I'll stick with my number one guy. Uh, and it's you want to make sure you win the game before you go into Calgary. You know, I got to get that one in the bag before you go into Calgary. That's the way I look at it. I would have thought that for Suave, all the teams in the next four, this would be the easiest assignment for a goaltender who's been called up from the minors, a, a team that um, is not in their own division and a team that played last night, um, beating, you know, uh, Calgary Nashville did. But the others uh, have seen fit to do something else and. For Bassois, I suspect uh, they'll keep he'll keep waiting for for the nod or the tap on the shoulder. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Talbot played in Calgary too. Um, they'll play it by ear. Todd McClellan says as to how Cam plays tonight against Nashville. But you know I think if he plays like he normally plays and doesn't get hurt, it's a half hour flight to Calgary. They're leaving after the game, so probably play Talbot tomorrow. And if Bassois. You know, if there's another back-to-back next week, Anaheim on a Wednesday and San Jose on Thursday, maybe the San Jose game might be the game that he plays for Swab because teams have to fly in uh, to Oakland uh, after games now because they close the airport in San Jose at 11 o'clock at night, so you can't get in. So, you know, you fly to Oakland, it's a long bus ride uh, to the hotel and such. So maybe that's the game for Swab plays, but... Um, Talbot's getting the start again. And I think part of it is, too, the team did not play that well last game. They won the game against Florida but didn't play that well. And I think Todd wants to make sure that he's got his, his big gun and goal uh, playing when the team uh, in front of him didn't play so well last game. He wants a little response from them, too. So that's the rationale, and uh, he's the coach. And uh, it's tough to argue against Cam Talbot, who's played the most minutes in the league. Now, you know, we're jumping ahead because we still have tonight's game and tomorrow night's game against the Flames. But the owners, maybe in the back of their minds, have to be looking at those two games next week in California against two teams they're chasing and jostling for, for playoff position in the Pacific Division and in the Western Conference. Um, so, you know, if you throw Brossois in, I mean, obviously the guy needs to be tested at some point, but... Yeah. It is, that would be a toughie. That's a tough decision that Cleland has to make. Well, it's a tough decision he has to make. If, what if Cam tosses a shutout against, say, Anaheim next Wednesday? You know, and, and just because it's back-to-back, he's supposed to go to Laurent Bassoir or he just ride the, your number one goalie. I don't think as a coach you can ever go wrong playing your, your number one guy because if he doesn't play well, the coach says, well, he's my number one guy. If you play the backup and he doesn't play well, then people say, why didn't you play the starter? Even if he's a little tired, he's still the starter. So, 
you know, it's a, it's a catch-22, but the Oilers are not catching many breaks from San Jose and Anaheim losing too many games. So they've got to keep winning just to stay, you know, within the one, two, three points of them. So um, two large games. and But as you pointed out, they need the games against Nashville and, and uh, Calgary before we think about it next week. You know, just staying with the goaltenders, I mean, you know, we've written about this, but... You know, at some point, of course, Brassois has to start a game. I mean, whether it's now or whether it's after the All-Star break. I mean, the trading deadline is coming up. It is what, a month and a half away or so. Uh, and if the Oilers do need a goaltender to back up Cam Talbot, I guess they're going to want to know that sooner than later. But also, I guess there's still Brassois' development to consider as well. Well, the coach says development's out the window this year. Last year was development. The team wasn't very good, and he wanted to see Brisbane play some games, and he did play five. This year, I don't. It doesn't appear that they're just going to throw this guy a bone and say, "Okay, we want to see how you are," because we you're, you figure out our long-range plans. The coach wants to win the games, which is why Halbert's playing. Now, if you don't play Brisbane games, or you play him two games before the trading deadline, obviously you got to go and get another goaltender. You know, the trading deadline, a more veteran goaltender, because then you you know the owners would not have still have a good enough read on Bissois and whether he's good enough to be a backup goaltender for the last five weeks of the season. So, you know, it just, it smacks of the decision to keep playing Cam two ways. One, he's he's your guy, you're paying him all the money, and he's the busiest goalie in the league. And two, you're not sold on Bissois putting him in yet. And if he'd played well last year in his call-up, five games maybe they'd think differently but it's tough to, to win over a coaching staff when you're only going to be played two games the next little while to, uh, to to prove to coaches that yeah they should keep you as the backup and not go and trade some, for somebody else but who they trade for is another story I mean you know there's only so many goals goalies out there that you can trade for at the trading deadline and the owners are not the only team that would be looking for a backup goaltender so does Boston with Tuka Rask who's playing pretty much every game as well so um you know, it's a thorny situation. I mean, I'm sure every game that Cam Tablet plays, Craig, the coaching staff cross their fingers that he stays healthy because as, as great a player as Connor McDavid is, if the goaltender ever got hurt, the owners would really be hooped. Now, I suppose in some ways this is this year is a, an evaluation year for Cam Talbot to see if he can play 70, 75 games. <laughs> I know, uh, uh, you know, he's different ways to approach your goaltending but uh, clearly you know of course when I say 75 games I think about Grant Fewer back in the 80s playing all those games that one and Brodeur played, played all the games for New Jersey but the travel in New Jersey is a heck of a lot easier than it is out west and uh, I mean the wear and tear on a goaltender playing in a western team is certainly greater than it is in front of a goaltender who plays in the New York area I suspect but yeah right Grant Fewer played all those games years and years and years ago but um, and that's not the way it's going to work now so I don't know what they do with the goaltending but like I said Cam's playing well and winning so you stick with the guy you got and tonight the Predators won't be featuring their top two blue liners P.K. Saban and Roman Yossi um, yeah they're never going to get an easier uh, matchup because that's always been the strength of the of the Predators is their defense when they had uh, Ryan Suter and Shea Weber. You know, Suter now in Minnesota, Weber now in Montreal. And and 
Subban has been out with a herniated disc in his back. He's skating this morning by himself. The team's not practicing. So, and Roman Yossi's out as well. So Yossi, I think, has a concussion. So that's you know, that's two number one defensemen that aren't playing. So the owners have Ryan Ellis or Nashville has Ryan Ellis and Matthias Ekholm as they're only two top four defensemen playing. So this is the owners are never going to have a better chance to to uh, keep the puck in the Nashville end uh, tonight and, uh, you know, take advantage. And it's also the team that played last night, uh, Nashville winning 4-3 in Calgary. And this could be an opportunity perhaps for some players who have been struggling to score to uh, break it. I mean, Jordan Everly got broke his uh, slump last game. Uh, you know, Zach Cassian as well. Um, but Pouliot, uh, Benoit Pouliot and Milan Lucic, uh, what is it? They must be squeezing the stick a little harder these days. Well, I think Puglia squeezed the stick all year, to be honest. He's got five goals and eight points. So um, he's on a 17-game run without a goal. And earlier in the season, he went 15 games without 14 or 15 games without a point without a goal. So he said long, a lot of stretches, you know, this is two stretches, long stretches without a goal for him. He play, He's been playing better uh, on the with uh, – um, Everly and Hopkins so close, but he can't score. And in Lucic's case, he's got, I think it's 11 games now without a goal. He's playing on the third line with Kajula and Anton Slepeshev. And, but on the first power play unit, but he's, you know, he's got to get going too. Uh, he, I suspect sometime in the next little while, Lucic will be back on the second line with Nugent Hopkins on the third line. Pouliot can't score, so for now he's a third liner, and uh, the puck's certainly not going in for him either. So it's you know pecking away, but when you're winning the games, you can, you can the slumps are there. But as long as you win the games, I think that's the important part for the coaches. And you worry about the slumps later, as long as you get the W and the, the two points in the in the in the standings. Yeah, and I know that you know obviously. You know the likes of Eberle, and even McDavid hadn't scored a, scored a goal until uh, potting the overtime winner, breaking an eight-game slide for himself. But you know, you know, you hear the others are winning games. They have their ten games over five hundred, and yep. isn't that what you want? Is scoring by committee, even though you do have the best player in the game? Yeah. Well, you, you, hopefully, because once you get to the playoffs, if you've got lots of scoring from from half a dozen people, then you don't have to worry about. A, an off night for McDavid or or Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, certainly if you're going to get to the playoffs and play the last month of the season, you need two lines going. And for the most part, the Oilers have only had one line going this year. Whatever line McDavid is, whoever's playing with McDavid, and they still don't have a second line to score a lot of goals with Everly and Nugent Hopkins and, and Pouliot. And, you know, they're going to need that down the stretch. You need six people doing stuff, not just three or two or so, uh, and Maroon hot with 18 goals, you're going to need more than that, but, you know, we're, we're, we're critiquing a team that's 10 games over 500, so it's a little tough to, in the past, to be 10 games under 500, and we were talking about all these things, and, and you know, the woe was us, Edmonton Oilers, but we're still 10 games over 500, so I guess we can talk about these things not as severely as in the past. Well, I think we'll leave it at that. Thank you very much. Okay, Greg. And uh, you'll be on the road trip here, so I know I'll talk to you before then, but I hope you have an enjoyable trip. That full, right, of, full of exciting things to write about and 
you know. Yes, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be lots to say. Win or lose, there always is. It seems to be the case. So True enough. True enough. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye.